Hello, this is Leo's Animal Planet. My name is Leo and I'm nine and I have a YouTube channel called Leo's Animal Planet. Leo's Animal Planet is all about storytelling, science and animals. I started my YouTube channel two years ago and one of my first episodes ever was about sharks. So I thought I'll make a podcast about sharks too. Why sharks? Well, sharks are probably one of the most incredible animals on this planet. They are also one of the most misunderstood animals on this planet and one of the most unfairly treated. And I don't like this. Sharks were on this planet before us, before dinosaurs and even before trees. But in the past few decades, we have run these amazing creatures close to extinction. Why do we humans hate sharks so much? Why do we stereotype animals so much? There are even phrases like, oh, this person is an absolute shark. Or terrifying headlines in the news about sharks. If you look at books or movies, I mean, it's changing a bit now, finally. But stories from the old days, sharks were so unpopular. The movie Jaws, for example, I mean, this film just destroyed sharks. And that is so unfair. Even the man who wrote Jaws, Peter Benchley, said that if he had to make an updated version of Jaws, he would put the humans as the villains, not the sharks. Sharks kill less humans than dogs, yet we share our homes with dogs, but we destroy shark population. Sharks are incredibly important for the health of our oceans. They get rid of dead animals. They help remove the weak and the sick as well as keeping the balance with competitors and this ensures biodiversity. They are apex predators and so they play a very important role in the ecosystem as well. If you get rid of sharks for example in one part of the world the population of some fish is going to start going up and up and up. These fish Maybe coral eaters, for example. But because the sharks aren't there to regulate the population, not only you got rid of sharks, but you're also getting rid of coral. Coral reefs and stuff. And then, that's it. Everything dies. You've got a dead ocean. There are a lot of people who are campaigning and changing the way we see sharks to try and save them. And I'm very lucky that two of them decided to join this podcast today. We'll talk to Finley Pringle, who is 15 now, and you obviously know him, but he is a shark ambassador and an environmental campaigner. And then we'll be joined by Katharina Lupin, who is a passionate diver, but also one of the organisers of the initiative Stop Finning, Stop the Trade. And we'll be talking about this initiative in more details in a bit. But first, let's talk to Finley. Finley started campaigning for sharks when he was so young. Finley, 
You have been a wildlife and environmental campaigner for more than five years. Could you please tell us how you started? Well, I've always been interested uh, in the natural world. Uh, I've lived next to the ocean for most of my life, so I've always had a sort of understanding of it because I've seen it with my own eyes when snorkeling. So when I heard that a company wanted to dump sewage into the sea, um, I wanted to do something about it. So I joined uh, an organised protest in Gerlock, where we went into the sea in the winter uh, to prove that it, it was used, being used all year round, because the company was only going to stop pumping the sewage in the summer months because of the tourists. A lot of sharks are killed for their fins to make shark fin soup. And you have been at the forefront of the campaign to ban shark fin soup in the UK and in the world. Could you talk to us about the shark finning and your campaign? Well, around the world, uh, 273 million sharks die every year. 75 million of these are because of shark finning. Shark finning takes place across the world. The main reason is to make shark fin soup. It's a delicacy in Eastern Asia. It is said to have healing properties. However, shark fins are made entirely of cartilage, so have little flavour and hold no healing properties. Currently, around eight sharks die every single second. So if things continue at this rate, all sharks would be extinct by the time I finish university. But I've been campaigning to try and make a difference. I've written letters to Parliament and worked with UK charities to bring in legislation. One example of this is the work we did to ban the import of shark fins. But before the campaign, you could import shark fins into the UK, but you couldn't import things like sausage or cheese. But thanks to a government petition, managed to get this banned. So soon the government will be bringing in a ban soon. You are also campaigning to try and stop sharks being kept captive in marine aquariums. A lot of people campaign to free orcas and dolphins, and that is amazing, but sharks are also in a lot of aquariums around the world. Could you talk to us about this? Yes, of course I can. Sharks simply are not fit for aquariums. The main problem is space. For example, a popular aquarium species is the blacktip reef shark. However, the blacktip has a home range of a square mile, or 2,600 square metres. Simply, tanks built are not large enough, even for this relatively small species of shark. However, there are other problems. One is that sharks get incredibly stressed out while in captivity. And an example of this is, is there isn't an aquarium in the world that has a great white shark. Why? Well, simply because the shark is so stressed out and confused by its surroundings that it refuses to eat and it chooses to die over living in the tank. You live near the sea in Ullapool, Scotland, and you post regularly about the amount of plastic you collect. You see the effect of plastic pollution every single day on your doorstep, and you have collected more than 2,000 kilos of litter last year. Can you tell us a bit more about this? Uh, yes. Where I live in Ullapool, there can be quite a lot of litter. However, the vast majority of all that we pick up from our beaches is nets and ropes from the fishing industry and debris from fish farming, such as the pipes used to feed, feed the salmon. On one beach clean, we found the total length of pipes to be 42 metres long. It's really important to pick this material up 
because marine life often gets entangled in these nets. For example, entanglement is the main cause of death of whales and dolphins. It can cause them to drown, things can eat it, and they can die from ingestion. When we go beach cleaning, we go for a whole day. However, if you do a litter pick 30 minutes to an hour, it can make a big difference. Finally, you have been campaigning for more than five years for sharks and the planet with organisations including Sea Shepherd, Surfers Against Sewage, Fridays for Future. What could we change in our daily life that could help save sharks? A simple thing we can all do to help sharks is to have a cognitive shift away from thinking that sharks are vicious predators and instead thinking that they are a species of importance to the world and are truly beautiful creatures. They'll not harm us unless we provoke them. Secondly, a major problem currently for the world is climate change. And although it can seem distant and something we can't change, there are small things that we can all do. The main one is reduce the amount of meat we consume. Well, I've been vegetarian and it's really difficult. So the easier thing to do is not to eat meat for one day a week. For every day that you don't eat meat, you save 27 kilograms of carbon dioxide from going into the atmosphere. And lastly, something that we should all do to help is simply reduce the amount of plastic we are using. I find so many plastic bottles around our pool when you could reuse them or not reuse or not use plastic at all. And if you do have to use plastic, you should at least recycle it. Well, that was amazing. Finley is a real inspiration, a proper animal and shark ambassador. Finley has created an incredible shark educational pack with Steve Batchel and Graham Buckingham. And this kit will be distributed to loads of schools across the country to raise awareness for sharks and to save them. And it's available on his Twitter page on his website, alapoolsharkambassador.com. So, many millions of sharks are killed each year, mostly for their fins, for shark fin soup. But sharks are also used in cosmetics, beauty products and health products too. Shark cartilage is used in a lot of health supplements and in a lot of face creams and lipstick, which is absolutely disgusting. In the UK, a lot of charities have been working so hard to ban the import and export of shark fins, and King Charles is due to sign the shark fins bill into law later this year. And this is amazing! So Canada and the UK will have a proper ban in place soon. It's inspiring other countries to join the fight to save sharks. This is what a citizen-led initiative called Stop Finning, Stop the Trade is trying to achieve in Europe. And I'm so happy that Katharina, one of the campaigners to Stop Finning EU, is going to talk to us about now. The European Parliament will vote on a potential ban in Europe on the 11th of July. Katharina, I'm so happy to have you on my podcast. Could you talk to us about the global shark fin trade? 
Hi, Leo. Thank you so much for the invitation to your podcast. I am Katharina. I am from the European Citizens Initiative, Stop Finning, Stop the Trade. And I'm delighted to talk to you today about sharks. I actually am a diver and I am really fascinated by these majestic creatures that are sharks. I mean, they're the ocean's main predators and are very, very essential for the oceans in keeping this marine ecosystem intact and healthy. Yet, these super predators that actually have been living longer than the dinosaurs are actually a prey themselves um, for us humans because humans hunt sharks mainly for the price of their fins which is used maybe you know the shark fin soup which is mainly consumed in asian countries and is just a status symbol alone nearly a hundred million sharks are killed each year mostly for their meat and fins and 45 percent of fins sold in the global fin trade are from european vessels it's a huge number could you tell us a bit more about this? Yes, Leo, unfortunately, you're absolutely right about those horrific numbers. Hundred millions of sharks that are killed every single year for the fins. So these numbers are so hard to really understand how big these numbers are, that it really makes sense to break this down. For example, to a minute, it means that hundreds of sharks are killed every minute. This means every time we breathe, three sharks are killed for their fins. And the worst of it all is that Europe plays a crucial role in the extinction of shark, sharks by being a, an active participant in the global shark fin trade. Europe is not only a main exporter of fins, but also a very important transit hub to Asia. So let me explain that for you. So Europe contributes a really big amount of shark fins for the global market and is among the top 15 shark catching nations of the world. So we all know that Indonesia is the country that's catching most of the sharks, but Spain is already on the second place. We also have Portugal, which is on the 12th and France on the 13th place. But I also mentioned before the role of Europe as a main transit hub for shark fins. So this means that many shark fins that are supposed to go to the Asian market crosses European borders. And as it's still legal in Europe to um, trade shark fins separately from the shark's carcass, um, you cannot exclude that the shark fins that are crossing Europe are actually from sharks that have been finned. So let me um, explain finning for a second for those listeners who have probably never heard of this absolutely cruel um, business. So shark finning is a practice that is used in open seas. So sharks are being caught, they're brought on board, then the fins are being cut off while the shark is still alive. And then the body of the shark is thrown overboard. Most of the time, the shark is still alive. The shark is sinking to the sea ground where it's actually suffocating. Or if he's lucky, he's being eaten alive by other fish. This is, yeah, the most horrible thing I can 
imagine that humans can do to a living creature and by allowing so going back to Europe by allowing that shark fins are being traded through Europe um, this means that also shark fins from finned sharks are actually um, exported through Europe to the Asian market so you might be wondering why have I never read about this in a newspaper or have I never seen a documentary about it or what's the reason why this is such a big thing going on in the world's oceans and you probably never heard of that and the reason for that is that sharks are still being seen as man-eating monsters and shark accidents or Hollywood movies make sure that this is exactly what we should believe um, but if you talk to people who are spending time underwater, free divers, divers, they all know what sharks really are. So sharks have nothing, nothing in common with this monster media or Hollywood created. And this is also actually my main motivation to be active in shark conservation, because I really want to set this image right. Sharks are incredible wonderful creatures and they're so so worth saving you are calling the eu to ban the trade of shark fins your stop finning eu movement and petition has been so inspirational could you tell us how it started and how it's going oh thank you so much leo for saying that Yes, I'm also still really blown away what our European Citizens Initiative Stop Finning, Stop the Trade has become in the last three years. Basically, it all started as a very small passion project of a few passionate divers who were inspired by Canada because Canada established a shark fin ban. And we were just crazy enough to say, you know, let's do the same for Europe. <laughs> and this is where it all got started. We decided to do a European citizens initiative as this is the most effective way to change EU law. It's really the most powerful weapon we have as Europeans to have a say in the political process. Um, so it's actually much more than a petition because a petition is not binding, but a European citizens initiative is. So we were over the Corona pandemic, we were collecting the necessary necessary 1.1 million signatures they were already validated and this enabled us to do two things one was to present our demand to end the shark fin trade in europe to the european commission and also to the european parliament during an open meeting um, we had both of these meetings and now the european commission has time until july 11th to make up their mind and to officially respond how they're going to proceed on our demand. Because maybe this is worthwhile to say, um, in Europe we have the legislation that um, it's called the Fins Naturally Attached Regulation. So this means you have to catch a shark and bring it as a whole to the port, which is good, which is wonderful, because this prohibits the cruel shark finning practice I told you before. But there is actually a loophole and this loophole is that the fins can be detached from the shark's body once the shark is landed and then exported cheaply to Asian countries. And this is exactly the problem we have because as long as detached shark fins can be traded, um, 
nobody can actually say if the shark that has been caught is actually a protected species because it's impossible to identify a shark, a shark species just by the fin alone. So this means Europe has very high um, regulations when it comes to protected shark species, the CETAs you've probably heard of before. But it's impossible to, um, to follow those rules because, as I said, just a shark fin alone can never be um, matched to the shark species. So therefore, it's important that Europe establishes additional trade regulation and therefore ends its participation in the global shark fin trade. On the 11th of July, the EU Parliament will vote on your petition calling the EU to ban the trade of shark fins. It could be a historic moment for ocean and shark conservation. How can we get involved? At the stage we are right now in the political process is to make the European Commission and the European Parliament realize that actually we humans really care about the outcome of their decision. So it's important to keep up the pressure and what you can do is I recommend you to follow Stop Finning EU for example on Instagram and regularly follow the call to actions we have. We're regularly posting there and asking our wonderful community to support. At the moment, there are two things you can do. One thing is to um, tag the re relevant politicians. We've got all that in our toolkit linked in our bio on Instagram. Um, and also to you know tag them in your stories and um, comment under their postings and say that you ask them for a fin ban now and supporting the will of more than 1.1 million EU citizens. So that's the one thing. And the second thing, we teamed up with only one um, and only one um, established a petition where everybody and the whole world can take part and give their signature to add additional um, pressure to towards the EU to really take action. Um, but going back to the beginning as a passionate diver and someone who really wants to set the image right for sharks is to go beyond that. Talk to your friends, talk to your family and everybody you know about sharks. If the image of a shark is falsified, step up for it. Because every now and then shark accidents do happen. It's really rarely and around nine people per year die unfortunately because of a shark accident but this is not because the shark is hungry or because the shark wants to eat a human because this is definitely not the case even if media and everybody wants you to believe that but this is absolutely um, wrong information please step up in these cases and set the image right for sharks because we humans on this planet we depend on a healthy ocean because every second breath we're taking is produced by the oceans. And sharks are the ones that are keeping our wonderful oceans intact and healthy. So please, whatever you can do, talk to people and set the image right for sharks because we, we owe them the world. Thank you so much. 
So the 11th of July is just around the corner and it is so important that we try and convince the EU Parliament to ban the shark fin trade in Europe. Together we can give sharks the break they desperately need to recover from the decades and decades of cruelty. Overfishing and disgusting food recipes Sharks were on this planet before trees and before dinosaurs and also before us. And in the past few decades, we have pushed them close to extinction. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to learn more about sharks, you can check out my shark video on my YouTube channel, Leo's Animal Planet. And there is also a review of a great book about sharks called A Day in the Life of Sharks by shark and marine biologist Carly Jackson. Have a wonderful month and I'll see you soon for more podcasts on animals. I'll see you later. Bye!